the process podcast episode 219 whoa <clears throat> excuse me got a bit of throat just dead, died throat action there just a casual bit of throat action for your fantastic mm. monday evening the throat's been a bit fucked since saturday went downtown saw some people and it was my first time being around people where there was like smoke like secondhand smoke or a campfire mm. or something and right. that's in probably a year and a half and now my throat's just Wild. fucked it's terrible worse. not used so, to it do i do i sound hoarse to you because i feel hoarse uh no you maybe sound a little more raspy but it's mm. kind of an well, added benefit thing. i think no exactly was it what is it there's a thing called vocal fry i think it's called where you intentionally i, I, would, I don't know I think it's oh. where you intentionally give yourself like the sound in the back of your throat, like intentional vocal fry. Whereas if you're just talking normally, that shouldn't happen. Right. If it does, then you just have shit vocal cords and I can't do anything to help you. I was going to say, that sounds like a really bad recipe to just screw up your vocal cords forever and feel okay, like I you saw have a sore throat. This is very not, not that it's not polite. It's just not. I don't know what it is. This is <laughs> an ad that I polite. saw. Right. Not or like a billboard and it was tagged like London, UK. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling it was relating to the fact that COVID is a bit of a conspiracy. That's not the mildly fucked up part about it. Right. It's mildly fucked up, but it's also like, well, that has happened before. It does happen. It could be that. And it's a post and it's just a person's face, right? They have a mask on, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not on properly. Like it's down below their nose. Um, Crime. Yeah. And the text says like, uh, if it's not COVID, maybe it's lung cancer. I'm like, whoa, whoa. A bit of a stretch, but it's also a technical possibility polarizing you know you very polarizing you could have a cough and you're like oh it's just a virus i'm gonna be fine i don't need to go anywhere i'll get over it and then two months later you're in the hospital it's possible i'm not wishing it upon anybody however what if a i don't have covid and b have never smoked anything still possible to have throat to have lung cancer oh yeah lung cancer oh yeah it's terrible it's unfortunate Cancer waits for no one. Doesn't fuck around. Yeah, Neither true, do we. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad. It's a bad comparison. But we <laughs> We're <don't>... like cancer. <laughs> you said it, not me. You said it, not me. <laughs> you were thinking it. I just happened to say it. You're very correct. You're very correct. Yeah. But we had a good weekend, though. I mean, I had a, I had a pretty okay weekend. Uh, we had nice had chill a... Saturday morning. Yeah. In the Discord, all the boys showed up. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. We chilled for like you and i were there you were there tell the story you got on at like seven o'clock yeah i just wasn't in the discord but i um because i was like i don't think i I don't think anyone else is gonna be on yeah i just woke up like i think friday night what was i doing friday night i don't know but we did the podcast 
Yeah, that went I, a little I, bit later than it usually did. Like we did a lot of talking afterwards as well. Um, yeah, that's true. But I didn't go to bed that late, and then I just, um, actually no, I did go up to bed quite late, and that's why I was surprised. I woke up naturally, without an alarm, at like six fifty ish. You're I'm like, but it was one of those rare times where I woke up really early and I didn't feel super tired. I didn't feel like mm. this morning. I woke up from from my alarm and i'm like i need like another four hours of sleep really oh that's like i'm super tired that's not cool but yeah on on saturday morning i woke up at like just before seven i was like i am like good to go if i try and stay in bed i'm not gonna be able to sleep see i had that this morning as well i had that experience this morning yeah i'm gonna just stay in bed for like 15 more minutes Mm. i'll only hit the snooze button twice right hit the snooze button twice and i'm like i can hit it a third time yeah i can hit it now a fourth time boom i wake up a fucking hour later i'm like when i woke up at like six o'clock i felt fantastic like i could go and just take on the world and then thought no i'll just hit the snooze wake up now two hours later ready to die (laughs) so i don't know yeah i I, I don't i don't understand how you can go from feeling super ready to take on the day with the say six and a half hours of sleep you've already gotten yeah and then now you go back, you get arguably more rest and somehow wake up more tired. Yeah. I don't know exactly what that is. We're not Matthew Walker. We're not a sleep doctor no. or a sleep psychologist. No, I don't even know who he is. But, you know, I woke up. He's interesting. Like, Rogan I also, had him on. Rogan had him Oh, on. makes sense. I also had to, uh, the reason why I got out of bed that early was I had to pee really badly as well. <laughs> I find like, that if I got to get up to pee real early in the morning, there's no way in hell I'm going back to bed because I'm I'm up, blood's flowing. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't. I got up and then I'm like, I got back into bed and then I'm like, I got to be, I might as well do something. Fuck, that's And then good. like all the night before, I was like, because we were planned on uh, all of us jumping on Saturday morning. And I was like, I know I'm going to work on some team time travel um, brand identity stuff. And I've just been thinking about it so much recently. And I'm like, I got to get into it. Like, I actually, like, I, this, like, I really enjoy working on this. So I got up. I'm like, do you know what? Went upstairs before anyone else was wow. even up. No one else was awake. Made, no, made wow. some, um, made a cup of tea. Ooh. Had a few biscuits, came downstairs and just, worked on some stuff that's a good vibe i know that's i was like really i don't vibe. know what the hell came how does it into feel me but how does it to feel? be well that's why i was like i don't to be productive that's that's why i stopped <laughs> you in the morning i was like dude i feel like a changed man today <laughs> i've been up since seven o'clock and i've been doing work since then i've been working on yeah. my own thing that i enjoy that i want to do i know it's the most liberating thing in the world it was it can't was, get better um, than that it was cool i got some good work done <clears throat> fuck yeah i think we all did. yeah how did how did work go because i was doing i was doing work for spartak on the weekend so i didn't actually do uh, anything creative it was good i mean I, I like it's it's one project that like i'm not rushing because i don't need to yeah and also no, because like no deadline yeah and also the more t- like it's also something i know like a portfolio where i know it's always going to be added to Mm, you're gonna continue to evolve it yeah so i there's no point adding like a deadline like i already have like one version like the first iteration of it on my website in my portfolio 
mm-hmm. as a brand identity project. I already have one project, like one version of it done. So now it's just adding to it. And then it'll be like, I guess, when you're getting a big update for a program where like you, you do all these small little iterations and updates. And then once you feel like you're in a, another, like the program's in another really good spot, that's when you put out the update for everyone. Yeah. And they get all the stuff. And then you go back to adding more stuff and fixing more stuff. Um, so that's kind of how I've been tackling it. Um, but it's going also because I keep seeing more stuff, whether it's Instagram or Behance, mm-hmm. whether it's yeah. like a graphic layout or like a way to present information. Like that image you, you sent me the other day in Discord that I saved on my phone. Oh, yeah. It was like yeah. a way of display. It was kind of like a page you'd see in a... Um, brand identity like design guideline book of like uh the typeface and the colors the color palette mm-hmm. um so it had a little bit of information and like a display of the font um and how it was going to be used and then the cut co- the color palette and the way that it was presented was really cool kind of haven't seen it before and i saw, saw that and i was like hmm hmm, I'm, hmm. i should change my entire life and then I and I'm looking at mine. I'm like, well, I'm happy with mine. It's a different kind of, it's a different style, different take. But I'm like, hmm, like, but I like, kind of like how, well. yeah, I, I like how this works, right? Maybe very I'll, easily swayed. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, it's being like my own personal brand, anyways. Like, like I actually I don't said it on air, but like off air when I was saying I, I I'm always developing the why. Mm-hmm. statement and like the, yeah. the mission statement for the for the brand right and one of the more um recent things i discovered was like a new way of explaining to someone of like why why have the brand kind of thing um yeah for me it's like i get said into an elevator and some guy's like yeah oh, what shirt are you wearing and they're like oh it's team time travel and then me being the other person in the elevator who was asking said question let's do role play real quick and that way it'll help you tell your story yeah or i was gonna say it's because i'm a bit narcissistic i like to picture myself like in an interview on a you know and they're okay, asking so, me so i'll be about, joe rogan i'll be joe rogan yeah. i'm gonna ask you about team time travel yeah so uh killed an elk one time and uh like the <laughs> did a did dmt and i was eating elk and then uh was wearing arrow. this shirt right and young jamie pulled up pulled up that that shirt that, that zach did yeah it was really great <laughs> Uh, a buddy, a buddy of mine actually has that shirt. Um, elk is so good. Elk is. Did you see that video about the guy that the the guy that hit that moose with his car? So, uh, so tell me about the t-shirt. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's? What's team time travel? What's that all about? Was that like a bad mushroom trip? Tried acid. You tried elk. It, it, it does kind of sound like something you think of if you're on something, to be yeah, honest. It kind of it has that vibe. So yeah, tell but me like tell, what's what is this team time travel? Man, I can't even like take you serious like that. I was I'm dying. <laughs> like that is that was <laughs> that's way too accurate. Oh, I was I was hunting God. elk with uh, my friend Tom Segura and then we started doing DMT and like before you knew it, Duncan Trussell came oh, out of the God. forest like wearing nothing but mushrooms. I'm like, shit. <laughs> all right psyllium coat mm-hmm. um psyllium coat uh be very translucent kind of yeah i guess depending how thick the depending on how thick the coat is thick the coat is yeah 
Um, yeah, what's team time travel? Stuff. I, I, I don't know if I can role play now because I'm so out of that. So, that just like completely. Yeah, I don't think the role play is going to work but anymore. The the most recent kind of thing I realized about it is like it's after all my or our design therapy sessions, <laughs> which Maybe. mostly towards me, but um, which 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 I was thinking is kind of funny its own way anyways because like i i'm shy i don't really talk about shit but like we'll come on here and i'll just dish out (laughs) it's it's a lot easier because you're talking to me and the people that listen you don't know who they are or you can't see them exactly even even like we know who chad is but we don't know when chad is going we can assume when chad is going to listen but we don't know when we know lachlan's going to listen we don't know when we know that there's a handful of people that will listen to it and there's probably some people who will only listen to one episode where you totally freak out and have a mental breakdown and then have a therapy session, yeah. but you don't know who they are. You've never seen their face. You don't know anything about really? them. Makes it a bit easier. Yeah. And it was like, I kind of realized like the brand is kind of like a therapy for me. Interesting. Um, You know, like when I was first thinking way back, like when I was first wrote it down on my notes page of like you know when was that do you when was the first oh, day that you wrote it down I, I don't know if i ever deleted the uh like the like the what's it called the note i don't know might have deleted the original one. oh no company names oh and they're just all like Oh yeah, it's only the last time I was on here. It doesn't say like when it was first made, but oh. this must have been like started probably second year maybe. Wow. Um, because I was always trying to be extra and be like mm, company names, but I always like a cool name, right? Oh yeah. And hundred percent. By that time in the program too, I'm like mm, like. I did my own thing how would i do this or you know like it's always the dream of having your own brand right like oh yeah um totally and so like this is where actually this list i'm looking at now the fourth one down uh i I always had variations in the name too the fourth one down is where i got the the inspiration for naming our chair oh the fourth one down is chroma but it was spelled how chrome chroma is actually spelled with C H R O S H, so I had like Chroma, and I have the other very uh, variants of it. Project Chroma, the Chroma Project. <laughs> Ooh, the Chroma yeah, Project um, sounds cool. So I I'd wrote those down, right? And then further down list list, I've got Team Time Travel, the Time Travel Group, the Time Travel Team, um, Team Time Travel Project, all that stuff, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. variants of it, and variants that's a trick when i word <laughs> when Delta. i oh god um <laughs> when i was trying to come up with the names i'm thinking like you know i'm thinking like what's the vibe i'm going for mm-hmm. you know and i'm thinking like mm, you know i like kind of the high fashion thing a bit like an acronym type thing where it's more kind of custom clothing and like functional aspect to it but also like the graphic quality and i like graphics a lot i like sci-fi like pop culture and i always i always loved antisocial club 
because I think the name is just hilariously brilliant. It's fantastic. Um, because literally, it's like making a club for people who, by the name of the brand, don't feel like they have a club mm-hmm. or don't belong to a club. If you're antisocial, you're not really part of a club. But it's like they're selling you a a way into a club. <laughs> yeah, it's just the right? trench coat it's, mafia, but that's beside the point. Yeah, but it's. And I really like that. And I guess like looking back now, I'm like, or looking at now, I'm like, huh, kind of like a therapy of like, well, you know, one of my go-to lines, I think for team time travel now is like, you know, it's it's a, a team for people who don't have a team. Mm-hmm. Right. That idea of like, well, you know, what do the brands do? They try to create a community. That's the reason why people, people aren't buying rationally buying in a thousand dollar Supreme sweater. They're buying it. You know, because they actually like the sweater. It's because it's a statement, right? And if you buy that, buying a spot on the team, or yeah, exactly. Or if you buy like a really rare release of Air Jordan Ones, you're one of the few people who have these, right? So you're Mm -hmm. part of that like club in a way. Yeah. Um. So I was like, well, I don't know if I'm necessarily part of like a club or a team, but like I've always felt like I'm not. And I know a lot of other people feel like that. So here's like. You know, my therapy could be other people's therapy in a way. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a relatable subject because I think to an extent, everyone feels as if they don't belong. This is obviously me projecting, but I feel that this, like everyone has that sense of, oh, I don't, I don't really belong in Mm -hmm. this specific thing. They belong to something, obviously, like whether it's a family, um, a school program, whether or not you care to be affiliated with that or not, you're Mm -hmm. still a part of it. But that's all very easily personable and easily, you can easily draw that back to something. Whereas, in the sense of, say, friendships and relationships, connecting with other like minded people, you know, Pokemon Go is a fantastic example, even though I don't play it, I've never played it, and <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah. It's a fantastic example of how all these people who seem who have a single at least one thing in common can now come together and do this fantastic thing and pokemon go is a fantastic example of a way for people who are not exiling themselves but are not maybe not necessarily in the in the high school sense the popular kids in the school Mm. because there's the popular We've got the stigma now that the popular kids are not the nerds. The popular kids are the jocks and yeah. whatever. It's still like that. And it's still like that. And it's probably going to, it's probably been like that for a long time. Yeah. And therefore, by affiliating yourself with Pokemon, you're affiliating, affiliating yourself with being a nerd. And I identify as a nerd. I'm a total fucking nerd. Yeah, me too. I wouldn't say that. But already it's like kind of putting, unintentionally putting yourself in a basket like a green days basket case song is a perfect example from 1991 or 1992, whatever that was. And it's like, you're, but once that one thing comes out that you identify with and you see that thousands of other people also identify with makes you, makes you feel better as well. Cause you, you have yeah. someone to go to if shit hits the fan or if you're feeling really good, you can share that with somebody. It's the best thing like when you're having a great day is to be able to share that with other people because it's like spreading positivity, spreading good vibes. But when Absolutely. you don't have that, 
it's like fuck that sucks and that's or what when I'm you're trying to... going through shit like you with yeah. the whole lack of feeling creative yeah and that's like i think what i was trying to tap into mm-hmm. well, i think you, you know, did another... a fantastic job just channeling tr- channeling yeah. the purpose for it not that's even the why like... but deeper than the why the well, that's what I was trying purpose. to think, right? That's like, well, that's what I was like trying to find of like, you know, what, like if this is in my portfolio or if this is like someone asked me like, you know, role play and you're like, you know, why? Right? Like, what's the purpose of it? Like, if it's, if you're going to do it and it's going to be work that you're showing off, like, is there even a purpose to doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I was trying to figure out. And the more I think about it, the more I come up with the different ways to tie it into like that why, right? Yeah. Like another thing is like, you know, the always classic thing of people don't feel like they belong. And they always say, you know, I was b- born in the wrong time period. Born in the wrong generation. Right. And I'm like, huh, that kind of goes with the name. It does. <laughs> that's the perfect, you know? perfect definition. That's kind of the obviously it connects to my love for sci-fi and pop mm-hmm. culture and stuff, but also the idea of like, well, also it gives, it gives you a freedom, like I design clothing and you can do different styles from different generations, different stuff with it. Yeah. And That's again, true. it further, think about that. further fits in with a name mm-hmm. and the concept or, but it's also that idea of like, well, doesn't matter what time period <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know, you can be part of the team kind of thing. So that's fuck. You're good. I like it. That's why I have team in there, right? It's Mm -hmm. also a nice three word. uh, Was it alliteration? Is that the right? When they all start Uh, with uh, the same letter. Alliteration, yeah. Alliteration. It's a three. It flows nice because it's three words, and they all start with T. But also, that was a happy accident. The very, very much. But the um, team was. purposely chosen for that right it's the same mm-hmm. why antisocial social club has club in their name what's the reason yeah. or is that like to the same feeling of like the here's a club for community you. and belonging yeah feeling community yeah. you belong you know you have this sweater now you feel like you if i'm wearing it i'm part of the club it's like wearing a sports jersey you know yeah. it's like look at the the euro Football cup i don't club. follow so i don't follow soccer at all i do not could, do not care congrats to italy for winning yeah great but that's an example of you're driving in your car i'm sure you've seen it people got the fucking little flags on the outside of the car on the hood of the car you could have no idea who these people are you could have no clue you don't know because you're in separate vehicles you've never seen them before in your life they could have been tailgating you and riding your ass for the last 50 kilometers yeah on the highway right behind you and they have full passing lane and you're just sitting there driving, getting pissed off and they pass them. Then they pass you finally. And they're like waving at you and they point to the Italy flag. And you know that you're both, both of your teams have just won. And you're like, fuck, maybe they're not that bad after all. Cause we, there's a connection. Cause we're connected by this one thing and it's a flag. It's got three colors on it and they make fantastic meatballs. And that one thing yeah. is like, is so easy <laughs> to connect human yeah. beings together right same same thing yeah. can go for team time travel exactly that's why like i obviously influenced a lot by antisocial social club because that's why i think the name's so genius mm-hmm. it's 
here's oh you don't feel like you feel antisocial you don't feel like you're part of a club well here's a club for you yeah but also maybe you are part of a club but you like this club you like maybe you're part of a club but you didn't know it was a club you know yeah like it's it, it it's a it's a castle wide net you know did you ever watch the breakfast club the movie uh John no film? i know it's a classic but it's I've a classic seen it it's i don't know if it's john hughes or not i'm not sure i wouldn't say it's not it's not like it's my favorite movie i've i've watched it in i've watched it because it is a classic and i think that at least then i can say i watched it um and it's right. a very easy thing to pull up if you're like going on a date or something. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, relate to the <laughs> Breakfast Club, hundred percent." Like, oh my gosh, he's cultured. He's cultured. Club. He watches movies. Um, no, I go for a deeper dive than that. What do you go for? Oh, I w- I'd probably pull like a maybe like a Schindler's like List. A, I was gonna like a Pulp Fiction or like a. I prefer to watch the silent movies from the nineteen twenties. <laughs> <laughs> those are my preferred form of uh movie entertainment i like talking about the early first generation planet earths personally but you know oh that's true it's just my thing that brings me right back to childhood confirmed yeah. childhood right I, okay i just thought of this did you ever watch um when i was a kid i loved dinosaurs loved yeah. dinosaurs okay okay and there was this series called walking with dinosaurs which I believe has been remade more recently, but I'm not talking about that one. There's okay. one, and it was, I think, originally made or produced by the BBC. Okay. I have it somewhere on DVD, but it's an English DVD, so it doesn't play over here. But It's DVD it's like, to you. Yeah, I don't know if it's late 90s or early 2000s. It might be really, really early 2000s. It's... It's old and like I remember back then the CGI I'm like I thought it was sick but You're it's like, probably shit. probably go back and it probably look like it's made out of probably looks like Walson Gromit or something. There's a deep cut. Walson Gromit <laughs> is fucking G. That is classic English right there. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's English kids that aren't brought up on that. Probably um, not. That's that's a prerequisite to being English. Is you yeah. need to have seen that. Yeah, you come out of the womb and you you go through a conveyor belt and you have to watch <laughs> You go through lock. a conveyor belt. By law, you all have to watch them when you're born. Walson yeah. Gromit is really good. Have you have you seen them? Uh, not in its entirety. My grandpa would watch it when I was a kid. Yeah, because there's like the three classics. Um, he would always he brought his copies over to our house when he used to mm-hmm. babysit us, and like when we would be like napping or playing, and because we didn't have the golf channel, and he was a golf guy. Hmm he couldn't watch golf cause that was before like internet and TV became bonded at the yeah, head true. and the ass and are like, inter- <laughs> like you can't have one without the other. Yeah. He had no way to watch golf. So it was either Wallace and Gromit or I don't remember what other movies and or stuff he would put on, but Wallace and Gromit. And Gromit. Is... I remember that. I don't, I know I have them all on DVD again don't know if i can if they're english dvds or not but they're the three classic ones and then they had the the one movie where's the curse of the were rabbit that one's yeah killer 
Yeah. That one's, um, I've, I don't know how many times I watched that. That's life, adorable. But... You're adorable. Anyways, it'd probably, it'd probably look like that, but you know, I was, I was just a sidetrack. I don't know if you've seen that walking dinosaurs. I've seen it's the new one. Yeah. This I've one. I've seen whatever remake they did. Cause I yeah. think it lives on Netflix. I just remember like this one scene that really stuck with me on, it was like focus. Cause it was like a series. And I guess this one episode was focused more on, on uh secret, the sea dinosaurs, <laughs> the sea dinos. <laughs> and there was like this iconic scene that I've stuck in my head of a um I think it was a mosasaur. Mm-hmm. And there's a T-Rex by like the coast. Ooh. And it just comes out of the water and like fucking snatches the T-Rex and pulls into the water. Wow. And I remember being like, whoa, but the T-Rex is supposed to be like, you know. The, the one he's less, yeah he's supposed to be the best ever he, he's the one you he's the g you don't mess with him and then this thing just murked him yeah and then they that's how i spoke by the way when i was like four years old <laughs> how did you how did you speak that's Say how i spoke when I, no i was like that's how i spoke when i was four years old i thought the t-rex was supposed to be <laughs> the baddest bitch in all the land <laughs> that's basically how i said it, yeah and your mom's like no zach he's not the mosasaur just whooped oh, his ass oh. And you're like, geez, oh, mom. I can't do the accent, man. Geez, mom, holy fuck. You were just dropping F-bombs as a kid. And then they discovered how fucking intelligent velociraptors were, and they're like, we need to rethink this whole dinosaur conspiracy thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, imagine, true. Imagine, imagine, and I feel like this is totally touched on in Jurassic, in the Jurassic World movies, but I haven't watched them, so I don't know if I'm overstepping creative boundaries. Yeah, but I imagine a world where velociraptors exist, not in the wild because they're too dangerous, but we've figured out a way to breed them in captivity. Um, But you know, you know how dog fights are a thing, used Mm -hmm. to be a thing, probably still are in certain cultures. Oh, they hundred, they are a lot of places in the world that that and the the cockfights. True. Yeah, cockfights. That's, That's what I'm imagining. Say that word. We'll bring it back to the raptor thing. Yeah, I know you did, you horny bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing about cockfights and velociraptors is my my idea in my brain is mm. that if humans like we design and tailor rideable armor for these velociraptors so right. that we can mount them. Okay, so right? it's like new age jousting. Yeah, think of it as new with velociraptors. But with with velociraptors, so we can mount them and like. You're, did you ever see Avatar? Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, yes. With yes, when yes. they're like when they like use their hair to yeah, connect, connect to the the banshee creature with the wings, mm-hmm. the ekron or whatever they're called, and yeah, they connect with like that, that, and they're like flying around in their personal bowl with them, and they fully connect with that yeah that's the type of connection i imagine without the, for life without the sexual organs in the hair um, right connecting with the velociraptor right You're connecting with the armor and you just it's well designed carbon right. fiber all this stuff but you go carbon into carbon fiber ra- velociraptor riding gear that does sound pretty rad that sounds pretty lie. cool right that sounds like something just to design for fun yeah do you like yeah, the brief it the brief idea. the brief is that jurassic world is real yes and they have it's like horse racing but it's velociraptors and the riders that's oh, like the shit. the saddle is like a carbon fiber like a 
like a you know death stranding fragile inspired carbon fiber saddle oh now you're getting my brain turning mm-hmm. but the idea also, is i just that- realized when i said sorry one i just said yeah. you know like new age jousting but i didn't realize that basically new age jousting would still be on horses because horses still exist <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they so like gone, you, they haven't gone you, anywhere. So it'd basically just be like normal jousting, but it's with like modern day jousting. more pads and no armor. Oh no, guys, the Wi-Fi shit itself. It was doing pretty well, and now it decided to shit itself. Fuck. weird because there's a lot of strength in the wi-fi but nothing in terms of connectivity oh my goodness yep the wi-fi fully died ladies and gentlemen we appreciate you listening and your continued patience as we continue to resolve these technical difficulties Holy fuck, this goddamn Wi Fi. We're back. But yeah, so the idea then is like you get these, you get two riders, one like each, each, you have your own Velociraptor, you got your own armor, and you're in a a decagon instead of an octagon. You're in a decagon, 10 sided ring. And you fight with your Velociraptors until there's got to be some kind of a point system i haven't fully figured out the details i don't okay really know. i wasn't sure if you're going to say point system or like to the death but it seems a bit no i don't think to the death scary. because then that kind of defeats the purpose of raising them in captivity you know what i'd be worried about though the like velociraptor in the, the velociraptor <laughs> but just like in the movies like the the most recent two the jurassic yeah. world and then was it is it the lost Jurassic kingdom or something. something the first one and then the last something this, like the that. newer one the last one was is it like dominion or something or is Good that the question. next next one? i don't fuck anyways never saw any of them um they're good actually with chris oh. pratt they're solid like they're really fuck solid i think i think I they're chris pratt they're um they're really really cool um oh but um they they train him. He's like the he's like the trainer of the Velociraptors. Oh, okay. So he has this like really strong bond with this one that's called Blue. Because oh. she's like got like a blue tint to her skin, or oh, some wow. of the scales. He's a creative type, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and like, their bond is good throughout the movies. However, there's many times where they're like, "Let's use the Velociraptors." Like in the first one, they're like. We're gonna use the Velociraptors for like military applications, and that's what they're training them for, as weapons. Uh, and then they're like, they have to go hunt this like giant dinosaurs that the they created in a lab. There was like a mix between a bunch and an escape, obviously, because that's how the movies work. Because we're fucking stupid. Yeah, and they made a dinosaur too smart, and then they go hunt and they use the Velociraptors to hunt this thing, which makes sense because that's what they're Velociraptor is a bloodhound, basically. Yeah, and then they hunt it, and then next thing you know. They find out that this crazy giant dinosaur they created had part raptor in it that no one talked about. So next, you know, they're all ta- the raptors and this big dinosaur are talking to each other. 
and they're all like, "Uh oh," and then oh shit, and then basically the Raptors turn on because <laughs> they're like, oh. well, "Yeah, wait a second, why are we, <laughs> why are we working for these ugly people?" So that's what I'd be worried about. You being mm. the Decagon, and the the ref would be like, "All right, fight," and then well, it's because the ref is going to be a Stegosaurus, right? So it just swings and just with a vocal box. <laughs> So it can I, talk. My concern would be like, like Morgan Friedman. It would start, and the writers would be like screaming at each other, and then what are we talking about? By the way, <laughs> but like, and then and then and then the Lost Raptors would be like talking to each other, being like, "What are we doing?" And then they would all have like an existential crisis moment, and then they would turn on the writers and eat them, and then basically mm. the movie happens where the Lost Raptors seem like they would have a Texas accent if they could talk. Really, I apparently I saw. It was one of those like videos on YouTube that's like, you know, an expert reacts. Mm-hmm. And it was like reacting to dinosaur movies. And the one thing he said was like the Velociraptors apparently in Jurassic Park and Jurassic World are not accurate. Apparently they're they're not sense? as big as they are in the movies. Or that they were. That. They were never as big. Because in especially in Jurassic World, I think they're like like they're pretty much they're as, like tall as tall as, a, as Chris Pratt. Yeah. Aren't they? If not a bit taller. Like six, like seven, eight feet? Yeah, probably. But apparently they were like nowhere near that big. Um, and I think they even said that like in the movies they slightly exaggerated their intelligence. It would make sense. Like they they were smart compared to all the other dinosaurs, but they weren't like in the movies they depict them as like they're really like communicating with each other and like strategically planning and everything like this. And it's like, yeah, but and they figured out who Bitcoin knows and all that. Yeah. Maybe they did. I don't know for everyone. So who knows, but that would still be cool. I think you imagine like, imagine that as a brief of like, hmm. of um not, not the Decagon Velociraptor fighting league, but, uh, oh. but <laughs> not that as a brief, but as a, uh, brief of like Jurassic Park hmm. designing that I know there's like a game I don't know if you ever actually you're never a gamer but do you no. remember seeing or hearing about Roller Coaster Tycoon as pretty no monumental game okay no. old old computer game where it's like this cool kind of top down or like isometric view like game where you build a a theme park and you like you know, you're trying to get more people in, so you get more money, and then you can use that to build more rides. And you're like, it's kind of like a like a, like a Sims or like a, a Sim City kind of thing, where you're you know, based doing urban planning, right? You're designing this layout of things. Why need a civil engineering degree when you can simply play Sims? Yeah, well, that's why. Like when you sometimes there's videos of like actual city planners or like architects or civil engineers, and they play like sim city or like or uh um like minecraft or something you see how they actually like in a game but 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 like kind of the process is legit anyways but anyways they have a game like this i think it's on mobile actually and it's like jurassic world where you build your own park Mm -hmm. but like imagine that as like a brief like imagine as designing you're the designer and you're you're designing like the i don't know the livery for the uh the wrap for the jeeps that take you around or mm, that'd be pretty cool you know stuff like that strange breeze but it would be cool a stanced 
Jurassic Park vehicle. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that I could see a um a Polestar uh, airship type thing being in use. A uh zero yeah, mission yeah. drone that could seat up seat like a family. True. And you kind of fly over. I might freak out some of the dinosaurs though, because it's but yeah, especially the especially the pteranodon with like a fucking twenty five foot wingspan. Yeah, they might come like on top and just like carry you off somewhere. <laughs> just completely fuck the. Those entire always freak me. Yeah. I remember that as a kid of seeing like the, because that was a, was that the biggest species that we know of of like pterodactyl and stuff. They were like the really big I ones, believe right? So the the pteranodons are fucking monstrous. And like, yeah, didn't they say it was something like? Yeah, isn't it like I'll check thirty something feet. Like it's like it's they've got a over. Have you ever been to the Royal Ontario Museum? Yes. Yeah. yeah. In do they have one I of those it's though? It's I know they have a pterodactyl. I think right, but like they might. Have I believe they have ones. a pteranodon. But like seeing that um, dude, you're like I remember as a kid finding out how big they actually were, like in those old dinosaur books, and you see like a graphic where it's next to a person, and you're like, dude, this thing flying, like the only thing that we know of of that's that has a wingspan like that is an actual plane <laughs> right yeah it's it's an inanimate you know manufactured item but like an but a a piece of nature an animal that's that big that flies that is like imagine seeing that man oh my god be terrifying i wish i want to see something okay so the largest flying Reptile, aka dinosaur. Yeah. Is a is a Quetzalcoatlus. Yeah. Which is a pterodactyloid pterosaur from the late Cretaceous period of North America. And the largest known flying animal to have ever lived. It was a member of the As As Darkidae, a family of advanced toothless pterosaurs with unusually long, stiffened necks. Hmm. This thing's fucking okay. So how big is big? Tell me. I was that. gonna say, yeah. Do Holy we have a dimension shit. on here? Um, wingspan of forty-five feet, thirteen point seven meters. Isn't that like a school bus? Well, it's pretty much almost um, like a, a almost like a typical uh, uh, truck trailer. So a lot of them are like yeah, 50 so feet, right? So it's almost 50, 50, 52 feet. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost that. It's a trailer without the cab, right? Something like that. Well, the Body trailer is 200 to 260 kilograms. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, yeah, that'd be pretty big. That'd be pretty spooky to see. So for reference here, in terms of its standing height, um, if it were like before it takes off with its neck fully extended, it's the height of a fucking giraffe. That's great. Imagine seeing that just like flap its wings and piss off into the oh sky. God. Like that's the thing. The like we don't have like, that's, that's like the crazy thing about dinosaurs. Right. Cause like, I guess like the, the biggest living currently living mammals you could see would be what, like an elephant, a giraffe, like size wise blue whale. Blue but I was saying on the land, but then in the water, the oh, biggest thing you could see is yeah. blue whale, which apparently that's like the biggest ever, right? Yes, correct. Um, but like for the sky, like I think 
it's the biggest word is it like the condor or something like a type of condor or something it's got like the a huge giant it's got like california a, condor it's got like it's not got like a six or an eight foot wingspan or something like that i want to say nine nine it, um, it's up there it's big but I'm like it right now compared to that thing that's tiny yeah and i don't know if wingspan a condor of 9.8 feet and i don't think a condor would meters. come down and like try and snatch you up would it no, I mean, they do a look human. pretty ugly, to be honest. Yeah, but you imagine, like, that giant pterodactyl thing, that would snatch you up if, if they were alive with humans. Like, they would eat you. Oh, it would kill Because they were carnivores, right? Yeah. There's literally photos of them next to a, a modern-day giraffe, and they're fucking huge. I like how we went from, like, brand identity to, like, dinosaurs. We don't talk about dinosaurs yeah. enough. I like dinosaurs. Dude, that was one thing I would say. I don't know about you, but there, you know, that fascination of like really big creatures. Mm-hmm. And in Jurassic World, the first one at the beginning, and they're showing like the, you know, all the different uh, exhibits they have. And they have the giant, like, you know, like a, like a, you know, a marine land or like a, fuck, what's that called? SeaWorld type stadium, right? Where it's just the yeah. giant pool. You might have seen it from the trailer, and they have a giant mosasaur come oh, out, and, yeah. and they they're feeding it a great white. I've seen it in the trailer. And the great yeah. white looks like a, you know, like a like shrimp. A shrimp. Yeah, and this thing just at the same time. This thing's eating it, and I remember being like, "You imagine that in the water? That like would be terrifying, but like so cool to have something that big, right? Yeah, that's terrifying." And then I remember watching an expert break it down and be like, yeah, that's nowhere near the size of those things. And it's like, oh, they're like, but they're like by that, that one in the movie, like guessing the size compared to a great white, like the head is like 60 foot long. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, like from like nose to tail, it was like not much more than that or something like that. Yeah, it was like we do a thick. They're big, like they still would be obviously huge, but like they're nowhere near as big as that one in the movie, and that made me really sad. I was like, oh, uh, mosasaur. Well, clearly they were. It wasn't as big as a as a blue whale because the blue whale is like the biggest, yeah, living creature ever. Blue whales right? are that we very that we know big. of. Yes, it would aware. be cool to like, you know find something smallest known mosasaur was or mosasaur of the mosasaur oh so wait a second i know they have like different kind of yeah different kinds but like yeah i think the mosasaur that was the one that was depicted in the movie that's the one with like that looks the angriest i think the specimen nicknamed bruce on display at the canadian fossil discovery center in morden manitoba nicknamed bruce is over 13 meters long so you say isn't that like basically that pterodactyl thing but long yep basically so like 45 feet yeah that's insane that's the thing in the movie the head is that big <laughs> yeah so that kind of made yeah, me sad i was like oh you're like oh and i think even like the t-rexes in the movie are over exaggerated as well i think so it wouldn't like you kind of have to you're yeah you're gonna make it epic right and like well the movie's on over and over like you gotta what's the next one you gotta make the dinosaur bigger yeah right i want to see a titanoboa that giant python dude that thing would be scary because i don't like how snakes move man you don't like snakes 
they're cool. It's just like, there's nothing else other than maybe like some sort of sea snake or whatever, or an eel, I guess. But there's nothing else in the animal kingdom that like moves like that. True. You know, like for something that doesn't have legs or arms or anything like that, it shouldn't be that fast. <laughs> yeah, fair point there. Like it's it's scary. Yeah. Like because like how do you like I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I fuck with snakes. They're cool, lot. but like I don't know, they're just like freaky. And having something that size that would literally like isn't that thing supposed to be like the diameter is like massive, huge, like a couple feet, like three, four, five feet, something insane. Yeah, like that. Are would you familiar be with a an apex predator? You wouldn't be able to fuck with that. No, but can't argue with meteors, can you? No, they are, <laughs> they can't, kind can't of fuck with that. That was like. uh yeah, that was like on the Rogan episode with Elon Musk, and they're talking about. I don't know how they got into it, but they're talking about. Oh, he was talking about like extinction things. Mm. And he was like, you know, like the one. He was like, you know, it wasn't just meteors that killed dinosaurs. It was like a trigger of things. He was like, if it was only mm. one thing, it could they could have survived, but it was like meteors and then like volcanoes and the ash filled sky and there was no sun and then like no food and then no life, you know? And then they're like, meanwhile, Alice, crocodiles are there just chilling because they're like, this is perfect for us. <laughs> it's like, we love the silence. We can do this all Because I didn't realize they, they live on like rotten, rotten meat. Yeah. So like, they're like, the, that's why they're still around, so, man. They're, they're they like, win. Who cares? They win. Yeah. They just chill in the bottom of, the, of a fucking river and they're like, oh, it smells like a lot of dead shit up here. I think we're hungry. And the fact that they're cold-blooded, too, you completely slow your metabolism right down. Yeah. You don't have to... You can get away without regulating your body temperature and spending energy to do that. So yeah, It's a perfectly it's designed perfect. animal. Yeah, completely. That's why they're still around. Yeah. I think I just saw something the other day. It was a random post on Instagram. It was like large ever crocodile species or something that we know of, and like the skull is huge. Like just re- like recently discovered? No, I, it was just some random post I saw. I, I think it's been discovered for a while, but I forgot Damn. the name of it. But it's you know some species, <laughs> big crocodile, big basically. Crocodile. But the, there's like re- there's like a guy standing beside the the skull, and it's like huge. huge. It's fucking huge. Well, it's kind of violent, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rain the rain. I'm gonna bring the rains in on this monstrously divergent episode. Yeah, we went from team time travel to brand identity to nostalgic movies to fighting velociraptors to dinosaurs you know what's interesting is all of those still fit within the theme of team time travel team time travel we're all part of a team no i was gonna say it plays with time it's you're very right you've encompassed the one thing that every single like everything has in common is that it time is all subject to the construct of time Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Unless you're a jellyfish, in which case you may live forever. Dude, jellyfish are cool. Do they we actually? We need a whole episode about Is it all species or is it only like a couple? I mean, I don't know, but they don't have a brain. They don't have eyes. They huh. don't have blood. Yeah. But they're somehow sentient. Ye- we need a whole yeah. episode on jellyfish. On, on jellyfish. One of the... One of the people that I used to know from high school 
went to school for biology and special is like now doing their like masters or continuing education in cetaceous creatures right which is whales and whatnot Mm -hmm. um but i imagine they know a bit about jellyfish probably yeah probably a little i feel like you have to if you know anything about whales you know stuff about jellyfish so i'll reach out to her and see if she's interested to see if she knows anything about jellyfish first and then if she doesn't stop that dentist tracks i thought you were gonna say get her on and i was like we could spin it a design way be like yo oh totally what do you like the design of the uh the taper of the the back fin on this blue whale right here <laughs> i think it'd be something be like use that as like a way of being like uh what equipment do you use is there is there a way or something in your studies that could be improved on? That was like the whole objective of my thesis, right? Just in yeah. a, in a in an Arctic marine context as opposed to a mm-hmm. temperate marine context. It's a good idea. I'll reach out anyway, Tem- see what we got temperate. going on. Mm. Temperate. I like it. Temperate climate. Wow, that was a wild episode. That was it's a lot Monday. of fun. It's- I enjoyed that. It's Monday. It's, Who cares? It's Monday. We got to talk about dinosaurs. I don't. I just realized I don't. We don't talk about dinosaurs enough. No, we don't. They're super cool. But now, now that team time travel is becoming fully yeah. realized, we have no excuse to not talk about dinosaurs. Yeah, I always imagine like a funny poster or like if a collection came out and it was like kind of dinosaur themed or something, and like mm-hmm. one of the promotional like images was like a something to do with team time travel but it was like in an old like you know dinosaur book page mm. <laughs> and it was like the old illustration of like you know like typical dinosaur oh, illustration of like a landscape or the meteors hitting or something but then somehow yeah. incorporate like a team tra- i don't know something funny like that team kpg i was thinking too about. i was like today when I was thinking of colors, I was like, I have to like name if I can like name. I gotta come up with colors and name it. It's like, what if I name after different something from different time periods? Oh, I see. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I don't know if that was too. That's too too on the nose, or no. I think it's a subtle detail as long as, as, long it's, as it's remotely obvious. Not right. obvious, but identifiable. Right. Like, I don't know where you would start, but we go past, present, and future. Yeah, what would be an example of one? Fuck, I don't know. I put it on the spot. I don't know. Like, <laughs> do some old like I don't know Mozart's coat red or something. <laughs> Mozart. Did he have a Mo- red coat? He's painted with red coats. Pa- yeah, that's Whether true. or not that means he actually had his, a red coat. He was probably his favorite coat. Come on. Probably. If I had a red Let's coat like that, that'd be pretty. If I had a red coat like that, I personally would not leave the house, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also not Mozart, so I can't really yeah. say. <laughs> you could be. Ring, but, uh, but if you also have a red coat, or if you know about prehistoric colors, or anything about dinosaurs or jellyfish, Send us an email, please, to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. Or brand identity. Or brand identity, that too. And uh, Zach Watson. Yes, sir. 
what is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to this incessant rambling. We will <laughs> see you tomorrow. Peace. The process.